1: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun. For the chance
0: to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.
1: Good evening everybody and welcome to Club Live here on Club at 22, your Rangers podcast. We're here this evening to discuss all things Rangers that's happened in the the last week. Usually I've been going around the houses and introducing three of my guests but it's only the two of us this evening. So a warm welcome to the podfather himself after his um, excellent wee show with um, Stevie Clifford from Four Lads earlier in the week. It's uh, Mr Scott Carney.
0: Yeah, two Scots don't make a right mate. That's all I'll say. Um, good evening, everybody. Always good to be here. Yeah, we're a couple of men, couple of men down. Um, I don't know. Ryan's off gallivanting again. Um, happy birthday, Ryan! And uh, we had a. We had a sicky thrown in, mate. We had a sickie thrown in as well. So, yes, uh, just the two of us tonight, mate. Yeah, um, quickly, mate, I've got a few things to just to get through. Sorry, Scotia. Um, thank you to the response for the podcast with Stevie. Um, and thank you again to Stevie for coming on. It was really good to get his insight on things. There is more to come um, on that regard um, next week, so make sure to tune in. Also, I'm, we are running a giveaway as a podcast for The New Top on Twitter, and I am aware that there is a scam account now that is trying to get people to click on a link and give bank details and stuff. I'm never going to ask you for your bank details. You should you should know that. Uh, I'm never going to do that, so just don't click on it. Please report it. Um, everybody that I've spoke to has done so far. It's not us. Apologies that these things happen, but we uh, it's spelt with a C I U B at 22, and it looks like the same thing, but it isn't, obviously. So, yeah, just beware of that. Uh, But if you want to enter, head over to the Twitter page and you can enter. The response to that has been pretty pretty spectacular. And, yeah, we usually, at the end of the year, we do a giveaway for all our um, YouTube members and all our coffee-buying members. Um, For reasons best known to Rangers, there is no longer gift vouchers available online on the store. I don't know why. Honestly, I've got no idea why. I have asked the questions when they'll be coming back. Uh, They couldn't give me an answer, definitely, but as soon as they are back, we will be doing it. So, just a wee a wee hedge up that we will still be doing it. We've done it last year, we'll definitely be doing it this year to give a, a wee something back. So if you're not a member of the YouTube channel, now's the best time you could sign up possible. There's a, a nice wee a nice wee link there. So yes, hello chat. Hello everybody
1: excellent. Thanks for that Carney. I did see you message they put out a wee tweet about that um, scam account on Twitter. Is that this is the first time it's ever happened. Do you reckon it's because we've done you've done the giveaway the top
0: I think so, mate. I don't know. I don't know how these things work. I'd imagine because it was quite a quick response to it, quite quickly there'll be some form of algorithm that somebody will be able to see for a tweet that's working very quickly, and they've created decided to create a scam account. But all oh, everybody needs to know that it isn't me. I'm not asking you for sending in a um, sending in, in my bank details or clicking up or registering for anything at all. Um, the 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 draw will finish on Wednesday, coming uh, so the 14th um, it I'll probably be done about. I don't know, about eight PM probably something like that. Once I'm all sorted and that and from work and whatever else, I then I do the draw about eight PM. So yeah, I'll unless I send you a direct message saying congratulations, you have won this is Scott, by the way. Um then it's 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 not me that's sending out the messages. So just be a wee bit wary of it. But yeah. So again, yeah, if you it's a it's a weird one, mate. It is a weird one. I get so many messages from people yeah. saying that we're being scammed and uh, somebody's trying to scam me and I was like, it's definitely not me trying to scam me I'm not intelligent enough intelligent enough, mate, to try and run a scam
1: Yeah, before we actually get onto the strip, just ask all the, the listeners at the moment, if you want to send in um, any of your questions, we'll try and get them um, as it's just the two of us, it'll probably just be a wee bit of back and forwards between me and Carney, so get your questions in and we'll get to them if we can um, but yeah, onto the strip Carney, as you, you said we're um, giving that in a wee Giveaway for people on Twitter and the other, the other social channels. So if you want to get involved in that, you know, liking, subscribing, and whatnot. But um, that was released uh, on Wednesday morning, Carney, And it only got leaked the day before, which in terms of Rangers kits and things, it's quite remarkable because usually we spend about three, what feels like three months discussing it, going like, "Ah, oh, I don't really like it. No, oh, that picture's a wee bit better. It looks all right. We didn't really get much time to kind Look at the the one of the images that was released on Tuesday wasn't a great picture. So as, as soon as I seen it, I was like, I'm not gonna not gonna take any anything away from that picture. The stuff in the, uh, the the press videos from Rangers on the Wednesday it looks ideal. I see you're wearing it this evening. You've already been along and bought it. Um, what's your thoughts
0: on it? I love it, mate. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it, mate. I like the the kind of simplicity of it. Um, I, I was the same, mate. Initially, when I seen the the picture on I think Tuesday night, I was like, Ooh, I'll wait until the, I see the official pictures of it. Uh, and I always do. I always wait, and I always wait to go and I go see it in person as well. Um, I always go the second day it's released. Um, I don't never go the first day. I will go the following day that it's been released. Uh, so I went last night just as I, I finished up for for finishing. I just darted over to the um, Edmondson House and there was plenty there. There really was. There was plenty there, uh, but no, I, I do. I really like it, mate. I do. I think it's 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 very. I like the the simplicity of it. I love that there's no white round the arms and like that. It's just blue the full way down. I love the colour there. I'm I'm pretty delighted with it to be honest, mate. I do really really like this one. Um, I think it's better than last year's. So I I think it just it they don't need to overcomplicate a Rangers home top. I think there's there's a lot of chat amongst fans about doing things that's a wee bit not radical, radical's the wrong word experimentations with it and I just don't think you have to, it's very simple it's blue, it's going to sell mate, people are going to love it, people are going to hate it, it's always going to happen but even the ones that hate it mate, you'll still end up buying it because I've got plenty of Rangers tops that I bought before that I never particularly liked but I still went along and bought the top mate so I had it but no I'm delighted with it mate, generally I think it's a a cracker, for people about sizings, by the way, I don't know, I know some people are curious about this That's what Um, I I was
1: just about to ask this
0: well, it's exactly the same as last year, I would say. This top's a wee bit longer, um, but if whatever size you were last year, you should be the same for this year as well. Because uh, mind you, it's slightly slightly longer in length, but everything else about it is... Uh, but again, I'm not for one that likes a tight one because I'm a bit of a, a, bit of a potato mate, so I prefer not to have it shrink trap around me. Um, but no, it's, a, it's the same size. As I say, I tried on uh, both of the sizes that I would usually go for, and I was the same as last season, so at least people know that.
1: Yeah, no, I like the look of it. It looks good um, from what I've seen. I've Obviously, I've not been up to the shop yet. I've not had the time to go up and check it out. But as soon as I do, I'll go up. Because like you, I like to actually go and see it in person yeah. before buying it. I'm not a huge fan of, like, obviously we had to do it during COVID and stuff. But I don't like just ordering something offline. I like to go up and see it, see what it's like. I would buy it regardless, right, enough. Buy it regardless. I'm <laughs> in the back. Yeah, that's...
0: No, I don't. <laughs>
1: I do have really Pay, I'd pay you some money, and I'm sure the listeners would as well if you wanted to do that. Um, let them have a good season. No, but it looks good. And uh, to be honest, I think that all the historical kits that we've got so far have been—you know—they've been
0: decent enough. They're nowhere near the worst tops we've ever had. But I again, but no, I wasn't a big fan of the gold the one with the gold writing on it. I really was not a big fan of that at all. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm still—it's grown on me because I've had it so long, and it's got
1: I've worn it often enough, but I, I at the time, yeah, I would still prefer if it was it had just been white. Yeah, as I say, it's not the not they've not they're not the kind of four worst tops that we've ever had, but they're certainly not the four best tops we've ever had. Cause I think mine, my four best would be the the three Adidas kits and the one night kit in the ninety, which kind of coincides with me being like a boy and nine
0: in a row and stuff. So there's all that nostalgia around it. Well but I know we've talked about kits before, but what yeah, are you favourite tops? I can't disagree with you. The Gaza, the Gaza eight in a row top is my favourite top of all time. Uh, I absolutely love it. The one with the three stripes round the arm and the Adidas yeah. with the badge in the middle. The badge that was in the middle is so my favourite top of all time, always will be. Um the yeah, the one before it. Um again, that's probably my second favourite, my third favourite is the one after that one. Um, no my third is that my third no probably not actually I like I did quite like the the Umbro CR Smith one nah. um, you know the kind of check pattern the one that last year's was probably based on I liked that one yeah um, what 86 86 87 kind of period I think that was yeah I liked that one and then yeah the 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 advocate revolution top um, the Nike one yeah, I love that. The first nick like, one with the
1: red the, the, the first one or the yeah. second one? The first, the first, the first one with, the one with the red stripe, because we had that in the
0: ten in a row season. That's when that came out. Oh was it? Uh, so it voice, so it was it so, was ninety so, so, seven that came out. Uh, Remember we used to have tops for two years? Remember we used to do things like that? Uh-huh.
1: Aye, <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like it's like that. See the um the away top of that one. I think it yeah. key, or it was the NTL top. You had the one. Some of them had the McCune's lager, and then the next season it switched to NTL being on it, like that red yeah. one that Kerry associate with you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, enough about kits. We'll have a, We'll be able to have more because surely they, I would imagine the away kit will be released sometime during the summer, as well. And then the 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 third kit, which always seems to get a wee bit of action because that's probably one where they can go a wee bit more more out there in terms of mixing
0: up a bit. What, what what do you think the away top's going to be based on? What away top do you think they're going to try and do this time? From the ones we've had in the past, it's quite difficult. Oh, no. I was thinking maybe remember the the white the white and blue light blue and dark blue NTL one the Nike one we were talking about. It was at three different yeah. colours, something like that. I think I think I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be white and red again. I think it'll be like white and Oh, maybe it will be red, white, or maybe light blue. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But the third one, I expect something. I do expect something pretty crazy. That seems to be the the tone that's coming from the, the club about it as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see in that one. Wait and see in that one. Um, other
1: news on Rangers' front that was just actually released um, earlier on this evening. And that is that Rangers will take on Hoffenheim in a friendly over. Um, it's not quite in Hoffenheim, but over in Germany on the 29th of July with a 3 30. PM kickoff. Um, Carney, you mentioned to this, us this to us in the group, group chat. Sorry, um, and you were looking forward to a wee trip to Germany. Um, yeah, over to play Hoffenheim. Before you get overly excited, I will tell you that Hoffenheim is a village with a population of about three thousand people. Hoffenheim, the football club, got too big for Hoffenheim, so they moved to a village with four thousand people, <laughs> where they've got a thirty. And they've got a stadium just out, out. It's next to a town with a population of about thirty-five thousand people, so fairly kind of regional area. And the stadium holds, I think, thirty thousand.
0: Um, oh. still going to go though. It's not going to be enough, is it? Really, It's not going to be enough. Um, it's not going to be enough for for us to be able to get tickets on. I'm. Um, I'm I've, I've I've planned ahead and that I've planned ahead for this, mate. I expected something of the sorts. I heard through the grapevine that it was going to potentially happen that um that it was going to be announced in Germany. So my passport's been out of date since um Covid and it's already on its way back to me. It's new one, so I fully intend to be there, mate. I don't know how we're going to get tickets between us, but I will need to try our hardest because I think I think all four of us are up for it, and I think it'll be a cracking trip and it'll be good to cover it on the pod as well. But no, I'm I am i I'm looking forward to this, mate. Uh, I think it's I've always wanted to go to a, 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 a Rangers away day as such, um, in in Germany and. Um yeah, I, I when I heard that announced I was like, Yeah, I'm definitely definitely up for that one. I would have loved I said it before, I would have loved if, if the Hamburg tie could have been reversed and we could have played Hamburg in um, Germany. I think that would have been fantastic, the experience that would have been. But still mate, um how far where's the nearest city to Hoffenheim? You'll know this. Yeah, probably Stuttgart and then Frankfurt's right. further north of it but I could probably do it, it's a bit
1: too soon to be going anywhere near somewhere called Frankfurt just given the, the memories of only that's true. Now. Um, so probably Stuttgart would be that, yeah because like I say, the, the town that's really needed as well has only got a population of about 35,000 so that's what slightly smaller than Dumbarton about Dumbarton size in terms of that God, so well, it, is that size? Right you could, <laughs> We Rangers could probably go, and we would be able to double the population of that town for a day.
0: <laughs> I'd know? imagine we will. No, that's the thing, though. I imagine that we will. Um, we will do that. I would like. Um, I would like to. I would. Yeah, I would like to try and get tickets for that. If MD gets offered a ticket, by the way, doesn't want it, then they know where I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, that was good to hear because so far we've only got the, or I say we've only, we've only been provided with um sort of home friendlies. Um, and it's always good to have like a wee away friendly that we can get to, be that if it's down in Blackpool or something like that, or if it's somewhere abroad that we can get to. I think everyone kind of tends to look forward to something like that. So uh, yeah, hopefully, like you say, we can manage to get tickets. If not, I probably imagine that we will still make the make the journey over, over and make a kind of weekend of it, um, if at all possible. So we'll just, we'll look forward to that one because it's actually not that far away.
0: It's only no, it's like, not, a month
1: and a half, a month and a half,
0: really, before that month. yeah. So, so when the, the, sorry? I've just quickly opened the statement that was released, there's nothing on it, obviously, about when the tickets are getting released. There's a ticket and broadcast information will be communicated in due course. Well, do it now, Rangers! <laughs> do it now! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll probably realise that the demand for it will be absolutely
1: sky high and then have to go like, right, we're off we'll need to move this to somewhere else. <laughs>
0: It's yeah, together, but I would. I I, I, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't put that out of the equation, mate. To be honest, because there will be a big demand for this. I, I've got no real doubt about it. Yeah, because it, it seems like ages since we've even had like an away trip. Obviously, Blackpool
1: last year. Um, yeah, but like away on the continent, it feels like ages since we've had the chance. I know they had that we won over in so over in Portugal last year, that the Sunderland game, but that game. Canned after forty-five minutes, didn't it? So I don't yeah, I completely I forgot. Right. About, that only came into my head as we were kind of discussing that there. I'd completely kind of forgotten all about that. But anyway, enough about friendlies. Um, we've spoke about it quite a bit on here so far. But on Tuesday, it was confirmed that Jack Butland has signed a four-year deal with Rangers to become our third signing of the summer transfer window. Um, Cary, I know you and uh, Stevie on the podcast that you released on Monday night were kind of tiptoeing around this one because um, we were looking to talk about it and it, kind of, it was one of those ones that even on social media, it kind of seemed fairly evident that it was a bit, it was going to happen imminently. Um, what are your thoughts on this?
0: I think it's a cracking bit of business by Rangers. I really do. Um, obviously, I think the it was... Kind of back and forth for a while. Um, we weren't sure if we were going to um manage to. To secure him um, to, to make him come to get him to come to Rangers, uh, but I think the reasons that he's decided to come here excite me more than anything else. He could have quite easily sat and had the easiest job in the world in England, mate, getting paid I don't know sixty, sixty-five grand a week for doing nothing, literally for doing nothing for training, literally would would have been his pay for that. But he's made a decision that he wants to come here and he wants to come here to play football. Um I like the signing, mate. I do. I like the way that he's even spoke. Um once he's been interviewed, the way that he likes to portray himself. Um everything about the Butlin signing for me, ticks, boxes. Um he's coming here on a significant wage. Let's not be coy about that. He's gonna be on a, a very decent wage. I reckon it'll be one of the highest paid at the club. So I think he's coming here to play. I do. I think he's very much going to be the the, the number one going forward. Uh, but I think the business by Rangers can't really be... Well, I think the main thing really about it all, mate, is that Beal got his guy. Beal got the guy that he wanted. We were not linked with any other real goalkeepers apart from Butland. Um, a few were obviously flung about Twitter like it usually is, mate. But... He was the he was the the constant one that we were we were getting linked with, and Beals managed to get him. So I'm I'm very happy um, about this signing. I think it I really do think it's fantastic for us. Yeah, no, I think it's a good signing as well. I know
1: I've I've been on the pods, I've been speaking about Butland and I'm a wee bit on the fence, as it were, because I, like you say, the wages are going to be pretty high there. That's a slight concern, just in terms of then him being on a high wage. How does that impact the rest of the team, kind of thing? And I'm also Kenny. Kind of, of the opinion that McCrory probably is good enough to start there, but I think Butland coming in is an excellent bit of business. What I was really impressed about, or kind of surprised me as such, was the statement that Butland had put out in the socials about being a Man United fan. And Mm. obviously, he had the option to stay there. He'd be on significantly more money, um, you know. but he'd be sitting on the bench. The fact that he's wanted to come up here Yes, he'll be on a really good wage here, but significantly less than he would be down in England. The fact that he's come up here and shows me that he wants to come and play football and it's the right kind of attitude you want a player to come up here with. So, pretty pleased now. I know we've spoken off a lot about Butland because that's been in the rumour mill as it were for quite a while now, but just on goalkeepers then, Carney. Obviously, we've still got McCrory. Kieran Wright signed that extension to the deal and what seems to be forgotten at the moment is that John McLaughlin's still kicking about there with I do think we'll probably try and get rid of him this one, or get him a move this window, should I say? But where do you think we stand in the goalkeepers goalkeeping situation? Because I know a few people, maybe about two months ago, were suggesting that we might need to go out and sign two goalkeepers during this transfer window. Where are you in that?
0: No, I I, I don't. now. I I think with the with the Butlin signing, I think him as McCrory's number two. Um, I think that's fine. I don't think we need to go much further than that. Um, obviously, how safe do you want to be? Do you know what I mean? Do you have four keepers, for example? That they could all start a game for Rangers. I think that's a wee bit too over the top. Um, we're not in a position that we can um we can do something like that. So I, I again, in terms of that, I agree that McLaughlin will be moved on. I think McLaughlin will want to be moved on now. That's the thing. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be difficult to have that conversation with McLaughlin. Um, he's clearly not in the plans. That's the thing. He's he's not in the plans going forward. So that couldn't have been made any clearer, I don't think, towards the end of the season with um, McCrory getting his chance uh, and then McGregor was even the number two on the bench while um, McCrory was starting. So I don't see there's not really much room for McLaughlin here going forward. It just didn't work out, unfortunately. I've got nothing against John McLaughlin. I really don't. Um, but... Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's in my opinion the weight of, the weight of the jersey was a wee bit too heavy for him, uh, and it kind of got the better of him because he made some ridiculous decisions while he was while he was playing in goal. Maybe, maybe again, people will argue that he didn't really get a long enough chance on a consistent basis, but um, he made one too many big mistakes, and I don't think you'll get away with that. Uh, I say McCrory, I think he'll be finished number two. It's the same mean Steve we spoke about it on Monday that. After the East, the game at Easter Road, there was a few times that he had a few flaps at it, and yeah. maybe it was naivety, maybe it was over exuberance. I don't really know, um, but it, that was the bit that I went, mm, "No, we're definitely going to need a number one." Um, so, but as a number two, I think he, he he he's absolutely fine with Crowley going forward, and he he deserves to be the cup goalkeeper at the very least because he's stuck about the club, and I mean, I'm by no means saying that the the kind of misjudgments that he made against Habs didn't cost us anything, so it's, it's not as if it's full mistakes, but it's still wee bits of naivety within his game. And people forget, we always talk about his age, people forget 26 for a goalkeeper is very young, do you know what I mean? It is very, very young, you'd be you would be, you'd be looking to have another 10 years on top of your career at 26, so there's still plenty of time for him. And, right? and at a high level as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and at high level as well. So I I, I I, don't expect McCrory to be too disheartened by it. And at the end of the day, it's, it's up to him how much he wants it. If he can prove that he's a better keeper than Butland and he can push Butland, then go for it. Do you know what I mean? The opportunity's there, the gauntlet's been laid down to you. Um, but in terms of further recruitment within the goalkeeper position, mate, I don't think we need it now. Yeah, no, before I speak about the goalkeepers,
1: actually, you mentioned Stevie Clifford again there. And I forgot to thank you for that podcast from you and Stevie because you've kind of done like a almost a season review. So you saved me mm-hmm. having to sit down here and speak with a se- about a season review with you. because um, I was kind of dreading that, but um thankfully <laughs> I don't have to. So cheers for that. Yeah. No, <laughs> on the goalkeeping stuff, um, yeah, I I don't think we'll bring anyone else in C- considering that right got that extension. I think he's that yeah. kind of guarantees him kind of third choice for me and McLaughlin, I, I'm of the opinion I do feel a wee bit for McLaughlin because I think he was he couldn't win, um, he couldn't win with McGregor staying on for me, you know he has yeah. that terrible game against Celtic and then he goes we go and play Ajax, doesn't have a great game against Ajax although I don't think he's to blame for it, all the goals there um, I think that was more defensive errors but he didn't help matters um, as it were and then after that he just never really recovered Um. so other transfer news, or not transfer news, but wildly speculated. We've spoke about them before, and it's looking as if this is getting closer and closer. Carney, it's um, Jose Fuentes from LaFC. There's been an um, an awful lot in social media over the past week or so of him liking more and more and more Rangers um, fans' tweets and things like that. Um, they get put out of the equivalent of the Champions League, I think it is, um, over. Uh, america there and um, they also drew with atlanta united 0-0 um on thursday night i think that was and um he so fuentes played the majority of that game It took off just with a couple of minutes to go um but this one is ramping up and it looks like this one's almost going to be you would expect it to be confirmed at some point next week the way things are going
0: yeah, it looks very much that way, mate. Um, all reports that I've heard that it's it looks like it's kind of imminent that it will be confirmed. Um, he released a statement, didn't he? Saying like cheerio to everybody and all that, didn't he? Like, as so if I'm kind of out of here, and then he started. They ah. said he did. It obviously, kicked, kicked off Rangers social media because he did start liking the Ranger stuff and things like that, and um, he was liking yeah. comments like "I'll see you next year" and stuff like that from Rangers fans. So yeah, um, it looks it looks pretty close. Again, it's uh, not a guy I know a great deal about, but it's uh, he's he's at the age where he fits the mold that we are trying to that we are trying to do as a club. We're trying to bring players in, help them reach the potential or get towards their, their peak, if you like, and then sell them on for a profit, mate. So. Um, I think it makes sense because she gets six months left in his contract. Is that right?
1: Yeah, th- I think 31st of December his contract runs
0: out. Yeah, so obviously it was muted that it could be possible that we would wait till then to do it, but no, I don't think Beale's really in the mood for doing that. <laughs> Beale's like, no, no, I would quite like you I'd quite like you just now, so you will come just now. So no, I'm excited by the signing. Don't get me wrong, mate. I like the, the I like the, the reports that I'm hearing um, about it and the kind of murmurs around them. Um it, it looks like a positive signing and uh, I'm glad we're going and doing it now. I think it's important going into the into next season, mate, that Beale sticks by his um his philosophy of wanting players in early and wanting everybody there at this everybody within reason to be there within the the start of the 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 pre-season um which is only i mean it's only three weeks away now really um so no i'm looking forward to seeing what he's all about mate that's for sure but it does look like it's pretty much happening yeah yeah i think so and it's one of these ones as well that
1: it's you know, six months to go probably cost as I would imagine, max around the region of two million quid. Um, I don't see it being any more than that if we're going to do it. Nah, Similar, to sure. Cantwell. Similar to the the Cantwell and the Raskin deals, you know, and I, I prefer that we've done that, um, you know, pay up the money. Obviously, you don't want to pay any money if you could, but pay up, get him in so that we can get him in up and running. Um, for the season ahead, because it's uh, going to be a very important season next year, that's for sure, in terms of making sure we stay the the dominant force in Scotland in terms of trophies and things like that. Um, We're about the half hour, Mark Carney, so as you and as all the listeners know, you don't... It's time for a word from our sponsors. It's time to mind your manholes with Manscaped. Everyone is aware by now that the nose hairs are a major turn-off. That's why Manscaped have released the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 with improved blades and motor. You can feel the power in the palm of your hands. Save money and attack your nose and ear hairs by going to manscaped.com and using code CLUBAT22 to get 20% off and free shipping. Our friends over at Manscaped are helping you enjoy Springs Fresh Air by using the Weed Whacker 2.0 on all your face facehole hair. Also, the Weed Whacker 2.0 will be in all of Manscaped's tool sets, including the Platinum Package 4.0 and the Performance Package 4.0. So no matter what kit you pick, you will receive the new Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear trimmer. Let Manscaped be part of your daily grooming routine, ensuring no hair is ever out of place. It's time to level up your groom game. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. From below to up top get the best in grooming at manscaped your nose ears body and balls well thank you
0: well done scotia you're by far the best at that <laughs> you are by far the best at that uh your balls well thank you and that one's for moby Moby, you know who you are um yeah absolutely brilliant Um, you, you definitely need to give Ali lessons mate and how to do it properly uh the thing is with Ali, though is one day I'm going to catch him out properly because I'm going to put something in it that he shouldn't read out and he will read it out, but I'm waiting because it's still very fresh in his mind from the last time I tried to do it, so it's still very fresh in his mind, but I'm waiting, I'm waiting. But no, thank you to Manscaped as always. Um They are, they are great with us. so appreciated.
1: No, we do indeed, we do indeed appreciate it. Um Yeah, staying with um, transfer speculation and rumours, another one that's been hotting up over the past week is that we are seem to be in for a boy by the name of Cyril Dessers, who's a twenty-eight year old Nigerian currently playing for Cremonese, who have just been relegated from Serie A to Serie B. Um, he's currently got four years left on his deal with Cremonese. Um, reports initially during during the earlier on in the week, Carney suggested that it was going to be about six million pounds that they were after, six million euros that they were after, um, for him to come. Now appears reports of popping out over the last day or so that that looks as if it's been knocked down to about four million, four point two million euros, four million euros plus a few add-ons and things. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? On the face of it,
0: um, on the face of it, mate. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I say when I first heard the rumor, yeah, I, I, as I say, I don't really, I don't really. Get, get into it too much, but as well, I think today, we were, I don't know if you're going to come on to it, we're link, linked with um, Sam Lammers as well, um, another name that's yeah. kind of cropped up, uh, but anyway um, on Dessers um, yeah, I mean obviously the closer it gets I'm like, okay, yeah, he's going to be coming let's look forward to it, I don't think he's from what I've seen and what I've read up on him, I'm not sure that he's going to be the solution, if that makes sense, I think he'll be part of the solution. Uh, I do think he's going to need assistance because he's not the rampaging forward that we've been used to seeing. But again, we still don't know what formation Bill's going to be set on going forward next year. He does quite like to forward players. I'm not really going to call them strikers because it's not. It's more kind of forward players that he likes. Uh, but he looks solid. He looks good on the turn. What um, was his goals this season? Scotia, you'll know this if you noted that down. He's, I think he's only got six goals this season was but six you, do need this take, season? you do need to take you need,
1: do need to take into consideration that that's Cremonese he's playing for they finished second yeah. bottom of Serie
0: A yeah. so yeah so there's um, there's obviously that that's always it's going to be a thing that's going to be flagged up but no I think for six six million euros I was like no come on I think that's a wee bit high considering where where they are now as a club Um, and obviously he's his he's goal scoring record for the, the year gone by but Around the three million mark, yeah. I think that's what we're going to need to expect as well going forward, mate. It's, it's, it, we need a lot of players to come in. We need, we need at least three players within the front line, in my opinion, and three starters. I mean, I as I say, I keep saying that because I don't want it to be squad players. I'm, I'm sick of hearing that we'll oh, be a good squad player, it'll be a good dish. but ultimately we need, we need somebody that's going to find the back of the net, mate, on a consistent basis. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not. Jumping out my seat, joyed about it, mate. Um, but I, I don't think, from what I've what I've seen, I don't think that he would he would struggle to do a job here either. And the proof will be in the pudding, mate. But that one, that one for me, I think. As I say, I don't think he is the solution. If you like, I think he will be part of what the solution is going to be in terms of who else we bring in um, for the front line Yeah, I mean, on Dessers, I think an awful lot of people, from what I've been seeing, an awful lot of people are kind of
1: sticking everything on him in terms of his goal return from last season, which, Mm -hmm. like we say, you've got to caveat with the fact of who he's playing and sort of teams that he's playing against, because I've seen Cremonese play at least once this season. I think I watched him Napoli beat them 3-0, I think. I think I was sat and watched that game. But I wasn't watching it to watch Cremonese players. I I, I wasn't kind of scouting anyone there, so I can't. I, I probably... I can't remember if he was playing or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Cremonese It's not you can't really use a club like that to judge how a striker's going to be. When he was on loan at Feyenoord, was it last season? I think, it was, yeah, twenty yeah, last season, I think he would have been on loan. It's, like, we're still talking about last season being this season, if you know what I mean. I'm confusing myself here with the word play, but when he was at Feyenoord, anyway, <laughs> when he was at Feyenoord, um, they went into the conference league, and I think he scored um, 10 goals in that conference league. Now it's I mean that's a European competition. Yeah, it's a slightly lower level than than the UEFA, the Europa and things like that, but it's still a decent decent level to go at. Like if we can get back to that Kenny kind of form, you know, that'd mm-hmm. be ideal. I think he's maybe not the quickest guy in the world, but like you say, I do think it's we're probably looking at striking people here to have like a partnership, but at least to have things. One of the things actually, Carney, that worries me slightly. One of the downsides about this, if if it goes through, is he is a Nigerian internationalist. He's only played, I think, he's made four appearances for them, for them, all in friendlies. Scored against Mexico, but being a Nigerian international, we know what that means. It comes with the risks that when the African Cup of Nations rolls around, which it does from the thirteenth of January twenty four to the eleventh of February twenty four, that he could be away. So that's a slight mm. concern that if you're bringing him in as like your your main striker. Um, you're going to lose him for a month maybe not quite a month because I imagine it'll coincide with a winter break if that comes back for us but um, that's a slight concern for me I don't know about you
0: Yeah I get where you're coming from mate I think that's always the risk that you take um, with signing um, signing African players because of the way that they do their international football um, I think that's something we going to be completely aware of Um I am not a fan of international friendly schools. I don't think I need to tell you that again uh, I don't understand why there's international friendlies, especially during the season but um, obviously it'll be competitive for him um, if he hits the ground running here then there's probably every chance he gets a call up mate but look it is what it is you've got to respect people's desires to want to play for their international team I don't I can't really take anything away from that I think he's was a he Belgian born, I think, wasn't he though? But he plays for Nigeria, is that correct? Uh,
1: Yeah. Um, Looking at his Wikipedia and transfer market page today, I think it was Louvain he was born in. So yeah. yeah. I think obviously just Nigerian
0: parents. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So no, I mean, it is what it is, one of those things. I think that's one of those things that you cross that bridge when you come to it. If Bill wants them and that, that's Bill's man, then I'm pretty sure we're going to get them no matter what. So, yeah, but I, I think we're right to be slightly concerned about stuff like that because he could be missing for um, many weeks. would be missing what three weeks would they be missing? Is that right? Probably around about that, yeah. If they, if they get as far, if
1: Nigeria go that far, which they, I mean, they're one of the teams you expect to the... go quite deep into competitions
0: like that, don't you? Yeah, you would expect them to do quite well yeah with the the squad that they have. So no, I it, it what it is mate, as I say it just it just as what it is. It's one of those one of those things. But as I said I don't th- as what probably that probably goes back in favor of what, what I was saying that I don't think he's the he's the solution. I think he's part of what the solution will be. Uh, I don't expect him to be the only striker that we sign. Yeah. But I see Smoke Madraw there makes the comment about how 4 million, what will get you?
1: Like a second-hand pair of shin pads and a burst ball. I was thinking, <laughs> see that 6 million, the 6 million euros that Kemenesi were wanting initially? I think that probably plays into the fact that he's still contracted the club until the end of the 26-27 season. You know, that's a quite a long period of time, so I can understand why they were holding out for that much. But being relegated, Kenny, kind of means that it maybe forces their hand a wee bit. Um, But we'll see where that one takes us. Again, that's been kind of gathering steam uh, as as the week's progressed this week. um, Someone else who I think just appeared earlier today, or at least that's the first I kind of heard of, that was um, the boy Sam Lammers, as you mentioned, Carney, that is currently, I think he was out on loan at Sampdoria last season. Mm -hmm. Um, I've not really had much chance to look into this in any detail. I've just seen it pop up. I was looking at something else that we'll discuss discuss shortly. But um, that popped up, uh, Sam Lammers, from what I can tell. Again, this is probably went down even worse than the, the dessers one has in terms of gold return and things like that. Your thoughts on this if you had a chance to look at it?
0: Yeah, I've had I looked over it a wee bit, mate, just before. Um I came up to do the pod, and no, the the boy's record is not good, not good at all. Three goals in six years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, six goals in three years. Sorry, aye, six goals in three years. Uh, oh, that's bit, that's ref- It's fine. It's fine. That's
1: fine. I know. Sorry. Ref-
0: sorry. I know. But no, again, it's not. Um, it's not good. It's not a good return from him. Uh, but I think this one. I think I don't know where it originally came from. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure where it initially came from. Um, but I see I've seen it all kind of all over Twitter people discussing it and it's been down like a lead balloon this one, mate, to be honest. Don't think there's many people pretty delighted about us. Look, it also we need to remember that Michael Beale's publicly shown that he's been in Italy. So we are going to be getting linked with anybody that's within the three, four, five million bracket of a striker that's maybe looking for another club, that's maybe Coming towards the end of a contract or whatever, we're going to be linked with a lot of them. This one, I'll wait and see. I see Timothy Sharp just said it was Chris Jack that broke the story. I mean, if that's the case, then I would. Chris Jack's pretty, pretty in the know. So, um, you never know. That could be, there could be something pretty much in that. Um, But, for me, mate, I'm like, can we not sign a striker that's scored a few goals? Maybe I'm not asking him to have scored like 40 in a season, but like <laughs> eight, ten, eight, ten goals, something like that, something to go on. Because, as I say, six goals in three years, mate, it's no, um, it's not great. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, well, like I say, I've not
1: really looked at Lammers. Is he
0: is that a Dutch name? Is he Dutch? Lammers, I don't know where he's actually from, mate. No, I've actually got put... no idea. No, but, um.
1: Where's um what was there someone in the comments might know oh, as I say, I've not even uh, looked at this one, but um what was his stats? Did he have decent starts prior to three years ago? Did he have like a good season, good solid season? Because you know how Beale likes a player that he can maybe like
0: rejuvenate and get back up to yes. where he once were. Yeah, he's that, um, this, he's that kind of where this is coming from. He's Dutch. Um he's he's Dutch, so I'm trying to find these. He's scoring records, mate, as we quickly do this. So it's dead professional, this podcast, isn't it, mate? Really, it really is. Um but he's been he's been a few places, mate. Um Eindhoven, Hereveen, Eindhoven again, Atlanta, Frankfurt, Atlanta, Empley, Sampdoria. Um so but he's he's valued according to the transfer market, he was valued at one point at nine million was when he was he was end of a Lord, loan spell. Yeah. But that was in 2019, mate. He was valued at nine million, and it's dramatically went down since then. Um, nine million euros, even so. I, I don't know. As I say, it's hard to um, it's hard to know, mate. It's hard to know. But as I say, recently he's definitely not been scoring. Um, he's not been scoring much. And um, thirty-three appearances, two goals and two assists. It's not. It's not fantastic, is it? It really isn't. Um, no, but you, yeah. you
1: could you could look at as we as as um, was was it, uh, it was Eric Scoville used to say about stats, you know, they give you good ideas um, and things like that. I won't Why go do any keep, further than that, you know. Have
0: you read his Have you read his book recently or something? <laughs> Why do you keep quoting him? No, because
1: <laughs> no, it's just I well, It was just that it was a really good quote when that came out. I liked it. Um, All right. No, but as I say, I've not had a, I've not had a chance to look at many detail. I've not even looked at like YouTube clips or anything of them. So it'd be unfair of me. Past judgment, but by the sounds of it, maybe I know in terms of where the Rangers fans are sitting with it. But in fact, what I was getting at there with the stats one is is you could look at the stats of Sakala, for instance, and then given your opinion of Sakala, Carney, what would you say to someone if they wanted to try and sign Sakala from Rangers? You know, looking at the
0: stats, they're great. I would say take him, he's a fantastic football player. You need to pay five million for him, but take him. Uh, No, look, Sakala, I know, mate, it is is one of those things, stats is a it's it, but it's all we really have to go on, I suppose. Unless you go to the obligatory YouTube video, um, it's all that you really have to have to go on. Um, and Sakala's an enigma, mate, because the the he is going to get you goals, there's absolutely no doubt, but he's an infuriating player to watch. Um, and everybody's the same with him. That's the thing. And I know I I laugh and joke and have a laugh and a joke and have about him, but. People love him, yes, as a person, as who he is, but there is no way that everybody sits and is completely happy when he runs the ball out or he's caught offside for the 15th time because he still doesn't understand the offside rule. But then again, he'll, two seconds later, he'll put one in from about 25 yards and you'll be like, you can't understand the, the player that is Fashion Sakala. Um, but no, as you say, it is all just stats. But I, I mean, it's all, we, it's all I have to go on, really. It's not... Um, the return for Lammers doesn't look great, and to put three million on him, hmm, I'm not 100% sure about that, but you never know mate. As I say, I'm never going to write off a player before they've even signed for us, I think if the case is that he does sign for us, um, but we'll, uh, we'll wait and see how that one progresses. I don't think it'll be the last name linked anyway. No, certainly not. Because I
1: think every man and their dog know that Rangers need need strikers. They need attacking options, and um, yeah, and the fact, like you've mentioned there, because Biel was out in Italy, yeah, Italian strikers or players playing with Italian teams will probably get linked with us. Yeah, that'll probably do us on in terms of the transfer speculation stuff. Something quickly, just to speak about as well carney this popped up again about a couple of an hour or so before we started recording um it was um an announcement for rangers about the fans forum that's getting held um, later on this month on the 20 21st of june um it, they say that the attendees from rangers senior management will include james bisgrove greg marshall david milburn natalie nairn robert boyle john mcfarlane and john spears so that includes like John Spears being your disabled, disability access officer, um, Natalie's your head of retail and events, um, Robert, head of digital content, things like that, and um, obviously Greg Marshall, head of fan engagement in um, the SLO. Um, I think 400 people um, should have emails by now to tell them if they were lucky enough in the ballot and they're going or not. Were you one of those lucky 400, Mr Kearney?
0: Uh, no, initially, mate, I was not. But don't worry, plans. I've have a plan in place to try and get the pod access to it. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. No, I wasn't, mate. I wasn't one of those lucky ones. Um, I checked my email and I was like, no, I'm not, because um, I was really intrigued to go. I mean, like, it's not going to be the last one. Don't get me wrong, but it's it would have been nice to be part of the first one to see how how, how things are going to go. And it's uh, I I can't praise the the club enough for wanting to do these things. Um, I really can't. I think James Bisgrove is very forward thinking. In the way that he wants to run run things within the club, and um, I'm excited by what he's doing. I really am. I think this is important to make fans feel fans feel part of it. And I think one thing you'll always get from Bisgrove is honesty, and there'll be no kind of beating around the bush with stuff. And that's really the best thing we expect it to be. Um, Stevie, again, I'm sorry to keep referencing back, but he, he makes good points. He said something about Bisgrove where he said, I don't need him to come out and tell me that I've got 15 million to spend in a transfer market and this is exactly who we're going to sign. It's not about that type of transparency, but you need to have some form of trust built with the with the people that are running your football club. And so far, everything that Bisgrove has done is coming to fruition. So yeah, I think it's a fantastic idea. It really is a fantastic idea. I'm still hoping we'll be able to attend. Um, but the it's um, it's a really positive thing. Were you one of the lucky four hundred scorcher?
1: No, I was not. I didn't even uh, apply to go because I know it carries kind of, uh, clashes with work, and I've got the I think it's uh, the Scotland Georgia games the night before as well, so uh, oh, uh, it's not ideal oh, for me. Uh, um, oh, you've got that look to look forward to. You'll hear me speaking <laughs> of that everyone next. God, can, <laughs> ne- can't wait next. Fr- next Friday you'll hear me talking about Scotland games coming up yeah so tune in for that everyone no I didn't but um what, what I should say is as well is in that announcement um Rangers put out on the website there's also a link that people that can't go they can put in their questions as well um I imagine there'll be thousands of going in so whether or not they get mentioned yeah. during that I, but I do expect you would probably receive a, a reply to any questions that you put in but uh, I hope you get along, Carney, because um, I think it would be a good thing to attend. But like I say, it just clashes, clashes with my work.
0: Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll do my best, mate. You know, I always do the best for the pod, and um, because I would love to be able to take questions from our listeners as well, and can I gather? Gather what we have as a um, what a general consensus. of a question, if you like. If there's a repeating question that people are asking, it would be good to be able to represent the people that listen to us in order to ask the question directly to them. Because I mean, I've got a million questions. I'm sure you've got a million questions. Also, I'm sure Ali and um, maybe not Ali, maybe not Ali, but Ryan would definitely have questions. I would think so. Um, but it would be good. So hopefully, if I ha- hopefully if I can make it happen, I'll put a post out and everybody will see it, and I can I can get gather questions and take the the kind of top one, um, top two possibly of ones that um, th- that are kind of reoccurring, if you like, um, or the kind of general consensus of the questions and put it towards put it towards them. But yeah, I'm going to try my best. I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen because I've got no idea, but I will try my best for us to, to be representing that, to be honest. Yeah, so that, yep, yeah, that's coming up soon as well. Um, Curry Muncher just put a comment there about
1: um, talking about lots of Rangers pods and fans bragging about the club World Cup, and that's exactly what I'm coming to talk about next, Curry. Um, Carney, I put this message out to you guys yesterday, that said I wanted to have a wee bit of a a look, further look into this to see what it was. Um, so I've I've done that. Um, and I don't know where I don't know how to structure this part, but um, obviously <laughs> the club World Cups get kind of redesigned. Um, by FIFA, that got approved earlier on, was it the end of last year, round about February, that it was a, kind of agreed that it would go to, expand to a 32-team competition that would be held every four years, so on in the odd years, so starting on 2025, then one in 29, so it wouldn't coincide with the, the UEFA, um, the European Cup and things, and the World Cup, things like that. Um, what Initially, what are your thoughts
0: on that? in terms of the Club World Cup being played? I quite like it, mate. I'm not going to lie, but I think it's good exposure for the club. Um, Not that I think we'd really need kind of worldwide exposure or anything, but I think it gives an opportunity for players to showcase themselves. I think it gives Rangers the chance to showcase the club um, and possibility of kind of dangling a carrot out for other players that are maybe thinking of whether they should come and join us or not if if we have interest in them. Um look it's it's one of those things that will generate income for the club. Um, and it's, it's something that I don't really think we can we can turn our noses up at. Um, an example of that, mate, is I was we, we all kind of have is kind of turned our nose up at the in um, the Conference League, um, for example. But the scenes that you seen from West Ham the other night, mate, were tremendous, absolutely tremendous. It was it was absolutely fantastic to see. And I'm, I'm not a West Ham fan. I don't have an English team. I'm nothing like that. But it was it was so good to see it, and the, the the way how much it meant to them. Obviously, it wasn't good to see them flinging cups on onto the pitch but you know what I mean by that. Um, the 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 end result, what it meant to them all, it was it was really good to see. So, um, I don't think I would be too against it now that I kind of watched that. Can I kind of British team go on and win it like that. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's all about the income, It's all about the exposure for the, for the club. Um, so for me, yeah, might not suit everybody. Um, it might not suit everybody because a lot of people do quite rightly think that we should be concentrating on domestic football and in terms of winning as much as we can here but I don't think it's an opportunity that the club could say no to
1: Yeah I mean when I actually heard about it I was like "No, that actually sounds like a good idea getting said getting told that Rangers were going to be involved in it or potentially being involved in it looking highly like they would like I say I've done a wee bit more research into this um, I was like yeah that would be good because the, the structure of it is going to be 12 teams from Europe 6 from South America 4 from um, north and north america central america and the caribbean um four from asia four from africa and one from the oceana can kind of set up uh, the conference there um so you're, you're playing teams that you wouldn't play against before i think like some of the teams that are already confirmed that aren't in europe like Flamengo, palmeras and um, seattle sounders monterey teams like that and uh, the Al- alhi that team that um Ronaldo was playing for, mm-hmm. so it gives you something a wee bit different, and, and Curry Muncher there put the question about when he gets played, fairly certain this would be played off-season, like in the summer, the equivalent of a World Cup um, or Euro Cup um, at that kind of time of the year, June and July, it tends to get played, which, looking at it, Carney gives you a wee bit of concern in terms of, well, it's a super long season, how much does that interfere with your preparation for the following season after a difficult season the season before, it's asking quite a lot. So it's maybe one that I would maybe like to be involved in once and then that'll do us for a yeah. while. Yeah, that.
0: possibly. Yeah, possibly. And that might be the way that UEFA tend to do it, mate, To the UEFA would decide to do it. But I think you could almost treat it like a pre-season, mate. Um, you almost could treat it like a pre-season. Jim Sloan, thank you very much, mate. Um, really do appreciate it. That's very kind of you. So yeah, you could almost treat it like a pre-season. Again, uh, maybe contradicts what I'm saying in the, the point of... Um, we're trying to attract players to the club and it would showcase the club because you're not playing your strongest team. You might not be playing the kind of most free phone football, if you like, but it could almost be used as that at the same time because I think other teams would probably do similar things. I, I, I'm i not, obviously I want to win it. I'm not, I'm not being ridiculous. I want Rangers, want Rangers to win everything, but I don't think the main point of it all would for the club necessarily be to win it. It would be more for the business aspect of it and the, the money that we generate um, for the club. So uh, it's an interesting, interesting one to see. It might never come, might never happen. Um, But I, I get your concern as well, though. If we go out there and we're going to play a full squad, it's a, it's a very long season for the the kind of the starting 18, if you like.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that the host is nation's been announced yet. But it would not surprise me, given the way things have been going quite recently, that the host is going to be somewhere like Saudi Arabia, which they oh, the will. In fact, it, it couldn't be. You couldn't you couldn't play football in Saudi Arabia in July, June or July. There's no, no way that couldn't. you could do that. But, but I mean, you know yeah, that is UEFA. UEFA, mate. they well, don't FIFA. particularly care about players.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or FIFA sorry, or even FIFA. Worse. sorry, yeah, FIFA. Yeah, FIFA, FIFA even worse. Sorry, I meant to say FIFA. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, well,
1: it's good we got all that, like all the excitement and that talking about it because I did look at it. As I say, there's 12 clubs from UEFA. Four of those clubs will be the Champions League winners between the 2021 season and the 23-24 season. So Chelsea and Real Madrid already confirmed it will be one Inter Milan or Man City for the game tomorrow night. Um, And then the winner of the next season's Champions League as well. And then eight clubs based on their... Um, UEFA coefficient or the FIFA coefficient over the last four seasons. Um, There's a caveat on the FIFA website that says that there's only two clubs per country can get in unless four clubs from the same country, different clubs, won the Champions League. Say Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City won the Champions League. They four would get to play in it. No bother, that's you. Um, So with that in mind, with the two per country, unless I was looking into it today, unless I've missed something, unless new news has come out that it's only one club per country, if it's the two clubs per country, Rangers aren't going to be in it and will be nowhere near to being in it. Because right now, as things stand, it's would be Chelsea, Real Madrid, whoever wins tomorrow night, and then based on the stands, it'll be Man City, Bayern, Roma, Villarreal, PSG, Uv, Benfica and Leipzig, if I've understood it correctly. If news has come out that it's one team per country, Rangers will be in it, but I'm not entirely sure. If something's come out that I've missed, but from what I can see online, what have what well, from what I've been able to find is, I don't think Rangers will be in it because if two clubs from a country are allowed in it, we're not anywhere near enough at the moment to get in, which is unfortunate because, like I said, just discussing it there, it looked, um, it sounded pretty, pretty encouraging. But I may, be, I may be wrong on that. Just a the wee bit, the wee bit of research. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a paid journalist. I didn't go into it. In Over much <laughs> but
0: what a good thing. It was an. I am. Um... I will take your word for it, Scotia, because you're much better at understanding these things than I am. So I will you are the man for that kind of stuff. So I'll take your word for it, mate, to be honest. Um one club winners, one club outside the winners. Is that what it is? Yeah, see, there's one people here. It, like like that. I say,
1: I've 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 pretty I've potentially missed any news that I've come out, with, looking at it online, trying to find stuff from FIFA. It's
0: kind of saying that it's two clubs per country, but Mate, it can mean anything. Couldn't it? I mean <laughs> end that's least it could mean anything. it. They could change their mind tomorrow, let's be honest, mate.
1: Yeah. But it'd be absolutely fantastic if I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, because like I say, that would be an absolutely fantastic tournament to be involved in.
0: Yeah. Curry's asking, can I give a tomorrow?" Absolutely not, mate. Absolutely not. <laughs> that will not be happening.
1: Yeah, so we've nearly reached our mark. I was afraid that we wouldn't given that um given that there's only two of us on. But I think the couple of wee bits of news that came out from Rangers earlier this this season um, took us took us to there. So um, I'd just like to thank everybody uh, in the comments for watching us this evening and um, commenting along. Um, and also thanks to Jim Sloan for his kind donation. And also thank you to you, Mr Kearney.
0: My pleasure, mate. Thank you for hosting, Scotia. Thank you, chat, everybody. Um, Thanks for for tuning in. As you say, we are are going to be doing more stuff over summer as well. Like I said last time, um, we've got more stuff coming. Uh, There'll be another um, special episode of Club Deck Corner on... Monday, it'll probably be released. Um, it'll probably be released on Monday. Doing stuff a like that over the weekend. So yeah, um, we we'll say we're not going. We're not going anywhere. Um, everything else is still very much in motion. We are waiting for everyone. Justin, um, I'll say it because Ali's not here. God bless America. Um, I've I feel like Ali would want me to say that. Uh, thank you very much, um, Justin mate. I really do. Generally appreciate that. That's, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah. We will be, we would continue to do stuff over summer, but as I say, Ryan's been really busy, genuinely. He's been away for his, his birthday as well, away on holiday and stuff. So, um, and I see Ali's, he's, he's not too great just now. So we'll, um, we'll, we'll meet up, um, soon. We'll meet up soon, discuss things going forward. There'll be more announcements in due course, but yes, stop rambling, Scott. Thank you, everybody. Cheers, Scotia.
1: Yeah, cheers everyone. Go out, if you're in Scotland, go out and enjoy the last of this beautiful sunshine that we're, we're having and I hope everyone has a good evening and we will speak to you all next time. Cheers everybody.